Hi, I'm Brian. I'm here with my partner, Gomthog, in the Great Metal Debate. I want to start by telling you, Gomthog, that I am doing a new thing this year. We talk about New Year's resolutions. Well, my resolution is to listen to and degrade more symphonic metal than I did this year. What do you think of that? Brian, that is music to my ears because I've really been holding back. 2014 to me is going to be the time where I take the gloves off and begin to say what I really feel about your style of metal. Well, let me tell you my first disappointment of the 2014 metal year, and that is I listened to a band called Carchaos with a young lady named Miss Veronica Rodriguez singing, and I wanted to be disappointed. I wanted to not like it, but I love this band. I love this girl's voice. And we have an interview coming up, which I think you fans are going to love. So, if you're ready, Gomthog, I say we get right into it. Let's go. Here she is, Veronica O. Rodriguez of the Montreal-based melodic death metal band, Car Chaos. Hello, Great Metal Debate Podcast listeners. This is Gom Thog, and you're in for a real treat because our guest today is Veronica Rodriguez, vocalist for the Montreal-based metal band Car Chaos. Veronica, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Thank you for having me on today, and uh, it's a pleasure to be talking to you and, um, you know, like discussing about Car Chaos, and just uh, happy to know that, uh, you know, we've reached all the way down there. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's awesome for us as well. Uh, I wonder if you could just begin by sharing a little bit about your background and in particular how you became introduced to music. Well, you know, uh, introduced in general to music since I was, you know, very, very little. My dad was a DJ. My mom was always about listening uh, to Motown and all these funky music. So I grew up in a pretty, I guess, um, musical ambiance. Uh, surrounded by all types of music. I mean, my background is Latin, so you can imagine that, um, you know, listening to salsa, merengue, all these things that, you know, have nothing to do with metal. But sure. it's giving me, it's awakened, you know, that musical instinct in me. And uh, throughout the years, I just listened to various musics, and uh, I reached a point where I just needed to hear more distortion. So I was listening to that point in electronic and even some goth music, um, industrial. And I was like, I need something more intense because, you know, industrial, it's all more the noise. And you have then, you know, the goth that it's more, you know, uh, more about feelings and, you know, emotions. Sure. So I was like, OK, I got all of this, but I need I need more power. I need more energy. So I, you know, I just with some friends, got introduced to metal, Pantera, and I was like, wow, this is it, Metallica, boom, got it, Megadeth, <laughs> and then it all started from there, it stemmed from there, it was just, that was for me, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> wow. So that's yeah. how I got introduced to metal music, and how I got involved is, it, it took a while, because I think the way that I was raised was more to focus on your studies and see where that can take you. And anything else was more of a hobby. But even still, having a band and everything as a, as a hobby when I was young was not really well seen in, in, for, for, for us and in, in my family. So I didn't get that much support on that aspect. So once, you know, I moved out, was in university, and, um, you know, I, I realized, I'm like, hey, I'm on my own now. I think it's time to get things going. So I auditioned for a few bands, and 
in the end, I made my own band, um, which back then was called Patriot Rise, uh, with, um, with some friends, and that didn't really work out that well. But in the end, I got approached after Fort Car Chaos, and that's where everything just bloomed. Right. So walk me a little bit through how that happened, your, your introduction to that band. Um, I, was, I actually knew the guitarist, uh, Vincent Arnois. He, um, he already had the band settled and everything. And at one point, uh, he was looking for a singer. He knew that I had just recently quit my old band. And he was like, hey, would you like to do a couple of shows with us? You know, just temporarily. I'd like to see how I feel more being only on guitar because he used to do vocals. And um, so I told him, yeah, okay, let's give this a shot. Let's give this a try. And I think my my integration in the band was just done very naturally. I mean, it wasn't even like, okay, you're in the band or, hey, guys, can I join the band? No, it just it just happens so naturally. Right, right. And, you know, it seems like there's a, a really good community there in, in Montreal, a good metal community, a lots Lots of metal bands that seem to come out of there, Cataclysm, The Agonist, etc. Uh, tell me a little bit about just kind of that, that feeling of community up there. It's really nice. I mean, um, like there's a lot, a lot of, of, uh, of bands that are coming out, even just in general from Canada. Um, Montreal is, is a small city, but the metal is strong. It's, it's, I think <laughs> it's weird. Any, any metal band that's, gone to play in Montreal will always say like this is the capital of metal and and I mean we have we like the acts that we have are, are so are so different we have so much uh, yeah you know like progressive and, and technical bands mm-hmm. um, right. every everyone really is supportive of the local underground scene as well so that's that's wonderful to know that hey you know I'm going to start up a band and I wonder if I'm going to have any people coming to our shows. You know, if you just pair up with like maybe a, a little well-known band, it, things can happen, and it's it's nice. You do get support here in Montreal, and then from there, I guess it gives you a boost of confidence, and you start exploring other places. Wow, that's that's exciting to have a a a, a, a groundswell of from you know just from uh, from the ground there where where fans are involved, the bands are coming up. And that's you have exciting. really good promoters as well here in Montreal. You know that that really believe in the music and and believe in what you are doing outstanding so you all released the in burning skies ep in 2011 Mm -hmm. and tell me a little about how that has been received and what the band has been able to accomplish since that point well we were really surprised that you know we 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 reached out beyond uh, Montreal and Canada, let's just say. Um, basically, the EP, I think, with any EP from any band, is to really showcase what you can offer. So, I mean, our sound has progressed. That is one thing. Um, but it's it still managed to get a lot of exposure. And as soon as we released the video that went with the EP, that's when we started, you know, getting a bit more feedback from, you know, South America, even from Europe and and the States. So it was it was a big surprise for us. Um, we we put also, you know, back then you put a lot, just like any any anything that you're gonna put out, a lot of effort, a lot of time, and um, you know, one one person who really pushed it was of course Vincent because he's he's the one who created the band. So for him, this. This was like this is it, you know. If we manage to get some feedback or at least some good feedback, then you know it's it's a boost of morale to keep going. Sure, sure. 
And you mentioned how your sound has progressed. You know, there are a lot of terms that are used out there about the different, you know, subgenres of, of metal music, progressive metal, melodic death metal, mm-hmm. metalcore, folk metal. How, how do you describe Car Chaos's Car sound? Uh, melodic death metal. It's may, maybe that's how I say it. Usually mm-hmm. I, I tend not to categorize metal. I'll just, you know, be like, this is metal. That's it, you know. For me, of course, subgenres are, you have no choice to somewhat tag um, or, or put a, yeah, you put a tag to your music, to the sound of your music, because then people will be able to say, well, this is my genre or not, you know. Um, wow. So then, yes, we put melodic death metal, reason behind it, because of the keyboards, the, the, the melody, um, the harmonies, and of course, you know, the, the, um, the symphonic sound behind it. You just released a new video for the single Depths of Madness, mm-hmm. and I wonder if you could tell me a little about uh, that new track and uh, about uh, what expectations fans can have about seeing that as part of a full album in the future. Yes, I mean, uh, Depths of Madness is a new single out of from our album Empire. And, um, and yeah, we, we just released the video a couple of days ago, and, wow, we're so happy of the, the reception that we're getting. Um, it's, you know, I think we're over now 3,000 views in just a couple of days, and for us it's big, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sure. The sound also progression um, in the album, and as well as you can see it in Deaths of Madness, is that you'll see um, more harmonies. Um, there's a lot of also heavier uh, riffs that are you know mixed in there as well. It's just I find it's as we grow up, you know, your your sound matures as well uh, because you're listening to different things and you're saying, hey, I think I can integrate this into a music. You know, this is. You know, it's 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 a plethora of sounds all together. You know, and um, uh, regarding depths of madness, also it's it's the the theme behind it is also it's, there's a story behind the album actually. So it tells it, it it tells a tale of someone going through struggles or some kind of hero, and you know, managing to go through all these obstacles. So it really uh, reflects what we as a band, we as individual members, and also what fans are going through. So it's it's something that people will be able to relate a lot more. Sure. Well, as Excellent. you know, in Burning Skies had more. It it was of course some themes are recurrent, but it's more you know like not an actual um, link between the songs. Right. Right. This this has more uh, consistency throughout the uh, the album. Exactly. Right. And I'll tell you, I, I really enjoy the video, and I even showed it to my wife, who is not a metal fan, mm-hmm. and she was very impressed with the uh, the, uh, the videography and just the, the presentation. Yes, actually, um, we had gone to see Nathaniel Page, and he is, you know, um, he's, he, he's a visionary and also is, is understands um, what you're trying to deliver visually. And I think we just found the right person for this. And let's just say he's officially part of the Carcaos crew or family. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Veronica, we had Tim Roth of Into Eternity on our pa- podcast recently. He talked about contributing some vocals uh, for a track on your album. Tell me a little bit about ha- how that connection came about. Yes, actually, um, Tim Roth is is one of my vocal heroes. Um, you know, I've been listening to Into Eternity for, you know, a long, long time. And I was just, you know, blown away by the music, blown away by the vocals. And um, and I remember I managed to get a hold of him because we were having a show 
that we were actually sharing the stage together. So for me, I was ecstatic, and I say I must write to him just to say hi, and I'm so happy that we're playing together, and, you know, that's it. <laughs> and I guess True. from there, just stand, you know, a nice, um, you know, like a, a, a nice um, friendship, if you may say, you know. Um, so then when we were recording, um, I I said to the guys, I'm like, I think I'm, I'd like to ask Tim to do vocals on one of the songs with us. And um, they asked me, like, of course, I mean, if you can manage that, great. And, I mean, the excitement was there, you know, everybody was okay with it. And I was like, I have the perfect song for him because he will manage to do something. I had, you know, laid out a vocal part pattern, but he, he managed to really take it to another level. So uh, the song is called Eden. And, uh, yep, he does vocals on there. A lot of people are telling me, why not the guitar shredding? I'm like, that's for another time. Right now, focus on vocals. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, based so. on our interview with him, he, he was very excited to be asked to do uh, some, uh, some vocals instead of being Exactly, asked and I'm sure a lot part. of people have approached him for guitar solos or whatnot. And I'm like, no, let, you know, he's, he's a singer. You know, he, he did that for Into Eternity as well. <laughs> right. Hey, I uh, wonder for our, you know our listeners who go to metal shows and are excited about uh, the live aspect of metal, if you could share maybe some, some fun stories from the road or anything that's happened to you or the band on stage. On stage, um, usually, I mean, do we have any stories? I think we do, actually. One of them, it's, it's actually me. Um, <laughs> I, one show we were doing, um, I didn't realize, but I only saw it on one or two pictures, but I, my zipper from my pants broke, so basically <laughs> oh, I was flashing everyone the whole set, the whole show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone noticed because I never got any comments, but I spotted it in some pictures, and I told to the guys, I was terrified. I was like, you could see my, my underwear. <laughs> so I'm sure after I say this, people are going to try and go through the pictures and look at this. <laughs> uh, and, and other stories, I mean, it's just... Um, you know, like if just joking around. I don't think we really have anything that's uh, that's out there yet, or, or it can't really come to me right now. It's just right. um, I think funny things is when the guys also are on stage and they're you know they're really into it, and then they have you know some particular or individuals that are trying to feed off their energy and trying to show it off. You know, with the eye contact, that can be very awkward. I think that happened to our bassist, Eddie. He said, yeah, it was, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's nice to have, a, you know, like that contact with fans, but there's some of them who just maybe, you know, are trying to really uh, grasp your attention in some way that you're like, no, no, this is not what I mean. <laughs> sometimes it can be distracting. Um, I don't think it's distracting. I think it's, it's you know, I mean, it, you, things like this shouldn't distract you. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's right. it's just funny because sometimes you're like, hi, and then you get this type of look that is like, are you looking at me? And it's like, no, no, not that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think I get what you mean there. Yes. <laughs> hey, Veronica, yes. for people for people who are listening who want to get connected with Car Chaos uh, by purchasing music or merchandise, and let me just say, we strongly encourage them to do both those things mm-hmm. to, to support the band support live music uh, through those efforts. Uh, tell us a little bit about how they can do so. Well, they can go through iTunes. We have our band camp as well. Um, they're ever confused. We are very, you know, reachable. I mean, they can talk to me on Facebook or Instagram, um, Twitter as well. Uh, you know, we're, we can, they can connect through uh, with us also through our Facebook page. You know, we're always on top of things. Um, but those are the main places where you can get our music um, as well as our merch. 
and I mean, again, any questions or, you know, you get confused through the whole process. I mean, we're, we're there to guide you through. That's great. Well, Veronica, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed speaking with you today. I'm excited about your all's, uh, uh, the new video and, and the efforts uh, going forward. And uh, I'm hoping some at some point you all can make it down uh, our way and we'll be able to see you live. Yeah, that would be great, too. I mean, our we we haven't stopped just here yet and we you know, we keep pushing and we keep on keeping on and um we really are trying our best to eventually I mean, we're independent, so we're we're trying to see how we can manage tours and so on. So, um we really want to go around. So, <laughs> it's it's a it's a question of time, of course. Sure. We'll, we'll try to spread the word for you thank and you. again, uh, Thank you so much, and best of luck to Thank you. Thank you so much for this interview, and um, really, really thankful, and I very, very much. <laughs> question there, Gompa. Can you guess what I'm going to latch on to from this interview? I have no doubt what you want to discuss, which is our discussion about genres and subgenres and categorizing metal. I tend not to categorize metal. And when you couple that with the fact that her influences were Pantera, Metallica, and Megadeth, all 80s bands, I win. <laughs> I don't think you win because the very first thing she said was, we are a melodic death metal band. And you'll remember she keyed in on the importance of the keyboards and the melody, how important that is, how central it is to their sound. Yeah, I don't think she keyed in on the keyboards. I think she mentioned it was part of her sound. You know what else she keyed on about her sound was, I need more power. I love this girl. Anyone who needs more power is an influence by 80s metal. Well, the the quote that got me as I listened back to this interview a second time is about Montreal. And, you know, the number of bands that come out of there. And she said, Montreal, the metal is strong. It, well, she labeled it the metal capital. And to tell you the truth, I'm not sure she's wrong. There, there are so many bands coming out of that particular area, that in Edmonton, uh, it's amazing the talent those folks have and the drive they have to develop this type of music. Brian, you know how excited I was after I saw the Agonists, another of the Montreal bands. There are just so many great bands coming out of Canada and particularly out of that city. It, it, dude, it's like you're over the moon for these bands. It's weird. No, I mean, <laughs> this area of, of metal, this genre in particular, has been so developed by the folks who are in that part uh, of North America. It, it, it's amazing to me how much talent uh, resides in those, in that little area up there. It, it's great. It's not a coincidence that some of the strongest areas for developing metal are in the northern latitudes where it's dark and it's cold and the metal is strong. You know, talking about the Scandinavian countries, talking about Canada, that's where, I mean, it's like the very planet is trying to oppress them, and they're fighting back with metal. Very Nordic in a lot of their sound and a lot of their uh, lyrics, and you got to appreciate that kind of hearty folks. And, and, and definitely Veronica and Carcaos are, are some of those folks. You know, I was impressed with her, just how driven 
she appeared to be in this interview to make this work and to succeed and grow even larger than they already are, uh, much like uh, another uh, female artist that we've already talked to. She was very well spoken. you got to love a woman that can work the word plethora into her interview about metal. That's just awesome to me. Well, she's obviously a very intelligent lady, a very educated lady. She talked about the fact that in her family growing up, it was expected that you would go to university, that that was the norm for her family. You would become educated, almost an intellectual. But for her, the drive to be part of the muddle scene, I think, overwhelmed all that. I needed more. That's what she said. I love that line. I needed more. Uh, I mean, I think it shows in her drive, in her uh, creativity. Which we've seen the new the new video, and I think you see a lot of that creativity, that power, the things that she said she was looking for are in that music and in that video. Absolutely, I'm I'm super excited about uh, the release of their new album, Empire. I can't wait to get that, and uh, hoping some that they're able to get uh, down south a little ways into the U.S. where we'll have a chance to see them. Oh, definitely! I want to hear her stand on stage and and sh- and a headbang. Uh, like they do so well uh, in sync, and hear her saying, uh, what lies beneath these grounds reeks of famine and death. That's just a great opening line. I love it. Classic metal lyrics, Brian. You could imagine Dickinson himself penning those lyrics. Absolutely. I want to remind our listeners that the Great Metal Base podcast can be accessed on soundcloud.com. We've got a lot of new podcasts available you can also get them on the great metal debate podcast youtube channel don't forget to keep up to date with us tell us what you're thinking interact with us by going to the great metal debate facebook page like us and watch us or i swear to god i'll show up at your house and you don't want that because i never leave so we'll see you next time on the great metal debate podcast